Do your neighbors judge you when you run around like a madman to the mailbox? Are you spending the last of your paycheck on a book of stamps? Do you find yourself printing form letters at 3 o'clock in the morning? Well, welcome to Autographers Anonymous. Welcome to Autographers Anonymous, a place where we discuss our addiction to the greatest hobby in the world. Here are your hosts, Andy Summers, Chase Nink, TTM Troy, Mike the Godfather, and yours truly, Zane Savage. We're going to start off with TTM of the Week. This is a contest that we hold every show, and uh, we invite you to send in your TTMs, the best ones you got, and we'll pick the best one that we see. And if you win, you'll be entered to win a giant pool of autographs at the end. Uh, this week, the winner is Eric L. Congratulations, Eric L. Uh, he won with a Michael Richards signed photo, and you can see that right here. An amazing, amazing signature. Uh, Michael's notoriously hard to get, uh, kind of a private guy after some incidents. So uh, we had to pick that one for TTM of the week. And just a rundown again, real fast, of who you can get if you win this contest. One winner at the end of the season will win Wayne Gretzky. I'm going to say Autographs from Wayne Gretzky, Gordy Howe, Bill Russell, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Nolan Ryan, Joe Namath, Sally Ride, Jim Irwin, Daniel Radcliffe, Brian Cranston, and Bart Starr. So that's what you win if you win the whole shebang at the end of the season. So get your entries in for the next show. And again, the TTM has to be received in those two weeks between the shows. Okay, moving on. Uh, Mike. All right, got a few things in this week. Uh, let's start with this one. This is kind of an odd one. This is one of my mailers. Um, I don't know if somebody that bought something from me or donated, but I got this in a nice Von Miller 8x10. So if you're watching the show and you donated it, thank you. <laughs> um, no, 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 nothing. I don't know where it came from. So. Um, weird, weird story with that one. But anyways, uh, I did get some eight by tens for autographs for a cure. The lovely Mary Costa, who was the voice of princess Aurora in sleeping beauty. Uh, still one of the most awesome signatures around, uh, sign that one. Here's an original print of sleeping beauty signed down there how old is she now uh she i think she's 90 she wow. she's supposed to be done signing but um she's still plugging away uh, another sleeping beauty one and then she sent me this one which i think she sends to pretty much everyone and just an amazing signature so um pretty awesome that she's still signing for fans uh did get something from our friend caleb a longtime supporter of autographs for a cure uh sent some stuff i'm not going to go through all of it but i mean he's been fantastic if you're not sub to him on youtube find him uh caleb's cards uh, but he always sends any extras um just a few that i'm going to show he sent a little stack here uh tracy lawrence country music uh Baseball, old Bobby Brown, pretty awesome there. Um, just a hodgepodge of stuff. Uh, Bo Bridges, this is pretty cool. It's from one of the Stargate ones, signed in silver. Hall of Famer Dan Fouts. 
and a few other ones. So thank you, Caleb, always for the, the continued support. That's awesome. Um, got a card in, an actual card. Harold Baines was nice enough to do one more for me. 1990 Flair All-Star. He's still going, huh? Yep. So hasn't shut that window yet. We need a right. ding for the Hall of Famers, like, but not ding. Something else. We have no ding is for the women. Ding dong is for the oh, men. Dong, now we need. Click. <laughs> What's going on? I got a, here? I got a clicker. Hopefully clicker. nobody's dogs are. Oh, we got a clicker. <laughs> that works for now. All right. Out of the four by sixes, got some pretty cool stuff. Uh, this is space related. This is the scientist James Christie. And he discovered one of Pluto's moons. So there's a shot from the Hubble Space Telescope. Of course, you got Pluto. And there's a the little moon <laughs> over there. That's cool. Uh, sign, sign four. So a couple of those will go for autographs right here. Uh, this one is pretty awesome. You guys probably will never know the name Squire Friedel. But if you grew up in the 80s, he played Ronald McDonald. Oh, and if you can see, there's a little, uh, drew like a little Ronald in his signature there. I'm horrified. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he actually looks like. He owns a winery. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got, I think, like 3,000 credits as Ronald McDonald from like 85 to 91 or something. I think a Willard creepy Scott. looking McDonald too. Wasn't Willard Scott the other one? I think he was the first one. First one? Okay. Yep. Wasn't he the Maytag man too? Willard Scott? Maybe. I, I, it seems Maybe like he was in that. Like the original. Yeah. He's like a news um, guy slash personality guy. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Chase, for confirming this one. But I got on the uh, Amy Sedaris bandwagon, Strangers with Candy, which was awesome. Um, but most probably know this show, The Mandalorian. Baby Signed it with the uh, character inscription with the child. You're going to get is, that dual sign? That is not Baby Yoda. <laughs> Does Baby Yoda sign? I don't know. <laughs> Who did the voice? You could get his hand or... The sculptor, I think. <laughs> um, Doug Flutie. This one was out for two years. Randomly just showed up. Boston College, the Hail Mary. Was that what the donation you just sent? To? No, I two years ago just randomly sent and it's been sitting out there forever. Um, Dick Grouch he is a Yankee scout and he's the person who found or scouted uh, Derek Jeter in high school. Here is the scout sheet and Derek Jeter in 1995 was a senior at Kalamazoo Central High School where he played against the Plainwell Trojans where I went. Oh. So we got to see uh, Derek Jeter in his senior year, and he That's was awesome. Cool. Uh, last one, big surprise, took a chance. Whoa. We got in Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Tell me he signed a needle. Tell me he signed a needle. <laughs> <laughs> Seven-time Tour de France winner. Wait, is he? 
Didn't they, take, didn't they take them back or <laughs> they don't exist they? anymore right i don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> he okay. might have gotten into some trouble but at hey. one time at one time he was yeah. a seven times he, at, <laughs> yeah one time he did um <laughs> that is it for me let's throw it over to chase all righty i'll start off with uh, a little uh little card here from uh, andy summers sent me for my set got a mike sims so Thank you, Andy. Hey, mighty welcome. I got in four from Mike Stanley. If I can hold them all up. There we go. And uh, three from Rafael Palmero. Nice. Hall of Famer. No, wait. Congress now. He should be in the Hall of Fame, but you know. And then. Virtually. Uh, Everyone's gone. Mike primero, asked right? if, if Baby Yoda signed. Yes, he does. <laughs> there that you go. is John um, Rosengrant, who is the um, he works for Legacy Effects, and he's the one who I guess created or sculpted. Oh, nice, Baby Yoda. So, and we'll be at every Comic Con from here until the end of time. Probably. There's my other one. You know why he uses that pen? Because he signed so many dang pop figures that he just had it right. lying around. <laughs> People didn't send them back. They just left them there. Yep. And then sticking with the Mandalorian theme, I got Misty Rosas, who was the person inside the uh, costume for, what was that? I don't know how you pronounce that. Cole? Quill. Quill? Yeah, I don't know. So, got Did that you not one. watch the show? You know, I no, I watched the show. <laughs> I don't recall them really uh, saying his name too much, but shame. I've only watched it once. I need to uh, watch it again, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I watched it. I had no clue either. The third one. <laughs> it was and like it, before the whole world went to crap. So, I mean, <laughs> it's understandable. Uh, Memories fade. <laughs> Other things fill the space. Got some uh, NASA in. Skylab 3, Jerry Carr. Oh, Pen, come on. Yeah, that's probably because he was signing these in pen, which came uh-huh. out great. But yeah. now I'm going to be sending these off tomorrow to get the other guy. Nice. And then let's see. Hey, the nice thing about those two, if you get them dual signed and there's like one person that's passed away or something, you can do a map piece. True. We go a show with they'll talk about Matt Jesus. <laughs> like, come on. It's kind of my thing. It's kind of my thing, man. This one actually is for my son. It's Mike Mallory, Frogman, who went out whenever Apollo 11 came in. So we got one. And then this one, which kind of rubbed off a little bit, but still looks good. But one of the cool things about that is he wrote a three page handwritten letter to my son so that was really really cool and then the last one here that i got i sent off to bill snooty i guess that's how you pronounce it he's the uh, aero rocket engineer guy that worked on like the engines for apollo and skylab and i think explorer but while it happened to be at his house he also got harry reed to sign them as well so there's a picture that of them both. Wow. And it's signed by both of them. That's cool. And then he signed the uh, NASA logo. Both both of them signed it. 
And then we got the first eight covers by both of them. You know, I feel like that happened a lot more back in the day. You guys feel that way? That like somebody would get something signed uh, if the other person was around? Well, see, and he sent this little paper. I didn't send this, but it, I don't know if anybody, if you can read it or not. Basically, he's just saying the same thing. Of He happened to be o over at the house, and he uh, had him sign it. So That's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. All right, uh, Troy, what do you got? Well, I have a few things here. So uh, I don't have the number of days on a lot of these yet. So um, got the Chris Chambliss there on the 82 Fleer, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, hockey Sean Hill came in. And uh, Danny Jansen, I think this might have been a spring training return from earlier this year. Uh, Marty you Barrett. Hand, you might want to hand sanitize if it's from uh, spring training. Yeah, really. Marty burn Barrett. Spurn it all. Uh, two different returns, two different times from Steve Decker, so he must be uh, getting his fan mail out. Uh, oh, and a third from one of them. And then two of two from Tyrone Bogus. Oh, that's Bogus, bro. Oh. <laughs> or I, Bogey. I don't know how you say that. Uh, Muggsy um, Bogues. Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> but, Are you serious? Uh, wait, 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 wait. You didn't know Muggsy Bogues. No. Dude, dude that's Muggsy Bogues, man. He went by Tyrone before he... Uh... Did he? Yeah, dude. Oh. That's it. Space know. Jam. Come on. <laughs> I worked on the website for Space Jam, but Space I, Jam. I didn't... You didn't know Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> You I'm just sorry. said to anyone you don't know. Jeez. No. I, I the know reason I'm upset smooth. is because I have him in mild mail day. And I was going to make a oh. big deal about it. And now you're like, I don't even know who Muggsy Bogues is. Can I say bogus instead? <laughs> Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> sorry about that. It's fine. Muggsy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a good one. You got a good, you got a good return there. Okay. Um, then here, here are the long ones. I got two of two from Christopher Knight. In 1,606 days. So, you know, I don't, I haven't sent eight by tens in a long time. So, and that's the second one. Hold the other one Everybody. up there, man. His face is too small on that one. He needs, uh, and his face needs to be bigger on the eight by 10. Don't you guys think? It's just a little too tiny. I can't see. <laughs> I feel like he's looking into my soul, man. I've never seen an eight by 10 with just, just head. Just face. Yeah, it's just face. I think that was the Google Images one that I did. Um, so <laughs> well, it's not on you. Zoomed it's on right in. <laughs> I don't even remember when I got these. These must have been some old arts cow or something. Long time ago. Um, and then I got uh, three of two from Matt Hasselbeck. I know uh, he has an 8x10 or a card up on Autographs for a Cure I saw earlier. Old cards. So uh, his was 1,681 days. <laughs> Did you send to his house? Like, because his wife is very attractive and she was on Survivor. I think so. Okay. Noted. And then uh, two different one of ones for Zane's favorite person, Paul Assenmaker. <laughs> Asimacher. Asimacher. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I was bad. I like <laughs> that one was just for Zane. Yeah. We made that joke uh, before. <laughs> in 1,129 days. So 
Um, those were my big ones that uh, had come into my PO box in the last few months that I sent back in 2016, 2017. So pretty happy to get those back. Nice. Even if I can't pronounce bogus. <laughs> bogus. <laughs> Actually, that one I sent in March, so that was a recent one. So, oh, Muggsy man, I, that I mean, he was he's pretty popular in the NBA back in the day. Pretty popular player. Um, let's see, uh, you want to shoot to somebody else? Uh, let's go to Andy. Oh, Andy okay. Asenmacher. Asenmacher. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> all right, all my returns, I am like all over the place because I've been catching up on all my RTSs oh. that I got back, so I've been resending them out. So, I get a plethora of different variety of stuff that came in all right number one jimmy pritz jr everyone loves the bowling cards so for the set for the he set. signed three or three wait what, what year is the set because if it's uh well, it's a newer set you might have a chance but if it's an older no, set, it's a, I, a lot of them are deceased uh, unfortunately you know you're pay out the, the, the world set. lost another bowler this week <laughs> um next loss assess Sean Tobel. What was that again? Tobel. <laughs> Tobel. Okay. Let's see if it goes that sure. way. He signed it weird. He signed it sideways a little, but it's he was the interrogator for when Saeed was captured. Next, this one was out a while. I had sent to her like three times, could never get her, but I got her this time. Miss Maud Adams from Octopussy. My fa- one of my favorite Bond movies. Next, couple of hockey success. Adam Graves. Now, I'm going to go in order because these are kind of interesting. The first one he personalized to me. Hey, I like that set. Next one, he just signed it. Score, Adam Graves. Then he signed this one, Gravy Train, number 12. <laughs> And then he signed this one, Adam Graves, number nine, 94 Stanley Cup champs, all in ballpoint pen. So they came out very beautiful. Did he actually sign the gravy train or just put gravy train? He just wrote gravy train. That's hey, awesome. son, come over here. I got a job for you. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and never signed, he just wrote gravy train. I, I, you know, that's the fun part of this. You never know what the hell is going to show up. Nope. Next, uh, Mike Bullard, the hockey success from Canada. So Canadian meal is still coming through. Another one from Canada, Perry Brazan. Signed three three. From hey, those Canada. hockey games are tough, man. I give you a break on those. And he sent my money that for the I sent for postage back, so he covered that. This is something I never do, but I said screw it. Um, I sent. Ray Shepard, six cards, and he signed all six. I don't like sending six, but I felt brave that day and said, I just want to get it done. So I don't have to ever send to him again. Now on to a couple of soccer. Stefan Furry. Signed one-on-one. That's a nice signature. Yeah, it's very – It's. I think he's Dutch, I believe. I was reading up. He's actually a citizen now. You don't know his origin, his country <laughs> origin? Yes, I just said he's Dutch. Call yourself a fan. What I think. You don't know for sure. Yeah. Does that mean everybody pays when you go out to dinner with them? Or? <laughs> 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 um, Chris Yelich. And he sent oh. me a nice long note to, I got it right. I know it's 
Well, never mind. I thought you were going to show us Christian Yelich, and I was yeah. going to get on to you it's, for mispronouncing his name. It's actually an L. It's Larich. Yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops, just dropped that. Next, <laughs> any Skid Row fans? I got David Sabo signs four three three. How's that Chris Sabo working out for the set? Um, I ordered it through under the radar. So once the signing is complete, I will have it. Sent me a nice long note and he sent me, oh, by the way, he signed him just Snake. Really dark, but I guess that's his nickname because Mm. he sent me six picks with the name (laughs) Snake on it. Nice. So one, two, three is five of us. So if anyone needs a snake pit, Hey, don't offer that up, man, because, like, people are I going crazy for rock and roll stuff right now. Fine. Not very, sure. Those six picks will be gone. Yeah. Hit me up. You can, uh, I can send you one. I, I would not say that. It's nice when you hear, like, you pick up the mail and you hear them rattling around. <laughs> All right. Two golf success. Scott McCarran signed 101, which is he signed right across his dark sweater vest. And... Dare you not have a silver pen, Scott? Larry Morrow, Morrow, signed two or two. But that's a popular more. set to get signed. It is, you know, set. I went through a bunch of old cards and I was surprised he was still alive. So I got those out. You might be able to complete that set if you look on eBay. They go for pennies on the dollar. Exactly. I actually am. Um, there's a lot of deceased guys in there, but I noticed you can pick them up. You can. Following the Troy Boy train, I got Steve Decker in three three, which was two <laughs> years, which is standard for him. Hey Decker, hey hey Decker. Uh, Aaron yes. Mills signed one one. That was a Becker joke, by the way. Yes. <laughs> uh, Pirates manager Clint Hudler, which he always asked for a donation, but I sent them anyways. He signed three three. Couple more. Former Red Sox minor league of Mark Wagner. He tried to sign in silver, his mighty MW that he just signed it. So I have a, he signed in um, a silver pink pen. Then it ran, so he just signed in like a thin Sharpie over that. So you got a dual signature there. Yeah, it looks wow. god ugly too. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, independent baseball. We have a team a couple towns over, the Brockton Rocks. Uh, it's basically a collegiate team where the kids come in for the summer play. I mean, it's a great time for like two bucks a ticket and two dollars a beer or a dollar draft night, which is always fun there. <laughs> so these are from a couple of years ago. Uh, took me a little bit of time to track them down, and he was very thankful that I actually found them with a nice letter back. Marvin Freeman signed two or two. Nice. That's cool. That's a cool card to get signed. Yeah, I like that one. I actually, I sent to him a couple times. Never got him, but now I see he's back signing. Next football player, Mr. Phil Sims. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of him. Signed mm-hmm. three or three. He's right. A couple more. AAF player, Reggie Northrup the second. which this one smeared really bad because i think i didn't do anything before i sent it to him there's a thing you can do uh, it's called prepping i don't know you have to ask yeah, some, i i just started doing some of the it, new guys some of the older guys know about yeah it. you can ask but them. i i don't think it was me i think it was his pen because i think i did prep it i think there yeah. you go enjoy 
And it's Nowhere, pretty bad that <laughs> how I am that a guy that played for the AF, I sent it to three different addresses and finally came through. So I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad I spent like $4 on Sam's trying to get them. <laughs> All right. Next, last three. Uh, I started sending out some CD covers. I got Marky Ramone from the Ramones. Nice. Sent it. That one only took about 10 days. And he sent along a, a picture, like a it's postcard. One, it's one of those bands that just keeps filling in people every time they die. Just like uh, until it's like one guy left. Well, I told him he was, that was on my bucket list in high school to see the Ramones. And I got to see him in Little Pluser in 96. Right. Oh, cool. That was their farewell tour. And I somewhat remember the show. Um, next, Matchbox 20 lead singer Rob Thomas. Dang. Which I was actually very surprised. I got yeah. uh, that was about three weeks. So I rolled the dice and just said, Dang. Is that so, private, Eddie? Yes, it was. Dang. I tracked it Addy. down myself. Eddie. Eddie. Dude. Addy. Addy. And lastly, I know Zane's going to like, I got a book. Uh, L from oh, the Wangler himself, which I had sent to him when he was in Congress, and they sent it back saying senators don't sign books. Then I sent it to an address, RTS. Then I found him at another address. Nice. Yeah, he ain't in Congress no more. <laughs> no. <laughs> so he's back up on the stand-up tour, I think. But yeah, um, he's uh, he's got the uh, what was that skit he did in SNL? Um, it was the reflections guy, or he, he was like, "I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and people." And gosh like darn it! Me. Gosh darn it! Like people me. like me, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I actually said that to my son tonight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Big we just, yeah. So, but um, that should do it for me. All right. Does that leave me? It does. All righty. Well, time for my stuff. I got a lot. I'm gonna fly through it, guys. Um, first off, no big deal. Moonwalker, Edgar Mitchell, signed book. Um, signed right. Oh, gosh dang it. Signed right there. <laughs> you guys can kind of see him. Gosh darn it, we can see it. I know. Hey, you can see that one. Uh, Tom Landry, signed book. Best wishes. Coach of the Cowboys. Back in the day. Buzz Aldrin, signed limited edition. Signed and numbered on the limitation page. These are stuff I picked up from my store, obviously. So, right there. And we're going to move on to actually, you know what? I'm going to do these real fast. Um, got some card purchases I want to show you guys. So, I picked up some stuff that's kind of sentimental to me, plus some uh, people I remember when I was a kid, and um, just some great players that. Probably won't be in the Hall of Fame, but they were borderline. Uh, Darius Miles is actually from kind of around me. Um, he's from East St. Louis. We used to go up there for speech tournaments and stuff back in the day. Um, Damon Stoudemire, he was a beast back in the day. Uh, Joe Smith. Uh, I actually collected Joe Smith stuff for a long time, hoping he'd break back out. He was a number one pick, kind of underperformed. And when I was a kid, I collected, uh, I think I got over a thousand cards hoping he would break back out and it never happened. Um, Grayson Allen, the, a the a-hole from Duke. Had to pick that up. Quentin Richardson. A lot of people don't remember how good he was. He was a beast too. Mm -hmm. um, big country, Bryant Reeves. One of my first basketball <laughs> jerseys as a big, uh, big white guy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
he was uh he was a dorky looking dude so was i um so here's kenny smith obviously um i not really for his playing days but uh, nba on tnt um inside uh the nba is like some of the best tv you can watch if you're a basketball fan uh this is signed by simon cassia cassianitis he's an actor but it's a 007 card and i've noticed he's popped up in a lot of shows so you might make it big one day um this guy was another beast but had his problems off the court antoine walker <laughs> um and this is isaiah thomas I think I picked all these up for all of them were at least under four bucks a piece, maybe five. Like I can't remember. Um, now here's where I'm, I got a little mad at, at Troy because I got these in, I was going to make a whole spiel about them, but uh, since I've already kind of busted it, can you guys guess where all these people are from? The answer is yes, you can. So here we have uh, Tyrone Bogus. It says Muggsy on it. Oh, well, I must have misread it. Um, Larry Johnson. <laughs> we have Sean Bradley and Vlade Divots. So of course, all those Seems guys. Like somebody's were, missing. I uh, yeah, there's there's ones missing. Uh, the high price guys. So um, uh, those guys are in Space Jam. Barkley and Ewing are the ones that you know were missing. Mm-hmm. And I was going to guess they're all guys from Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> um, Ewing and Bar- Barkley like Ewing's like one hundred fifty dollars a card for a cert, and then Barkley's like a hundred. So I passed on them for now. Maybe down the line, and then Jordan's like you know two thousand. Well, yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that one too for now. Um, moving on, this is Stan Musial's restaurant with um, it's not faded. I promise, but. Yeah, uh, he signed it right there on the front, and uh, it's a menu from his restaurant. So, real unique. Okay, now we're getting to the big boy stuff. The stuff I shouldn't just be hauling around, like dragging around here. Um, this is a contract uh, signed in 1980, and it's actually signed by Rodney Dangerfield in two places for his stand-up act. And I'm just going to show you one because I don't want to handle this too much. But, uh, man, sorry about the glare, guys. Uh, there's one of the signatures right there. It's blaring. There you go. Thanks. Uh, that's just one of the signatures. There's another one in the back. But uh, got that in. I'm probably going to cut it up. I'm a bad guy. I know. But I get to keep the contract. <laughs> and I get to sell two Roddy Dangerfield autographs matted. It's going to happen. I'm so sorry. Destroyer of history, Zane Savage. You can call me that from now on. Um, Now, uh, we're going to move on to the biggest buy I've had in a while. Not price-wise what I spent, but what it's worth. Um, His brother actually passed away, I think, uh, this week or last week. And this is Das Pope. Pope uh, Benedict. Signed. God dang it. I wish I would have adjusted my camera, guys. I apologize. Signed right there with a really cool inscription. So this is actually signed when he was Cardinal. So uh, that's up on eBay for a lot of money. So if you're rich, go check it out. Um, And the last thing I'm going to show you guys, and again, this is a lot of stuff, but I'm going to run through it real fast. 
um, bought a book signed by several Hall of Famers, but the big Hall of Famers had already been cut out of it. Um, it had some crazy names in there that I saw. It might even had a roof. I couldn't really tell because it was cut out. But uh, the page it was on had like legends like Cy Young and Honus Wagner. And then like there were some cutouts. So I'm like, hmm, who was there? Ruth was missing. So I think Ruth might have been in there, but I can't be for sure. Um, anyways, so the, note, the, the giant signatures were cut out, but I still bought this for a really good price because the people didn't think about the players that weren't super famous, but they're worth a lot of money because they died early. It had over 100 signatures and comes with a JSA certification right here. So you know it's real. Um, and got some crazy names. Uh, got two Pepper Martins. I'm not going to go over all these. Um, and that's some of the more notable players, like, like uh, Bur Burley Grimes. Is that how you say it? Burley? Um, Johnny, Mize, Johnny Mize, Dime a Dozen. Anyways, that's not why I bought it. The Hall of Famers are nice, but they're not worth a lot of money. The, the reason I bought it is this stack right here. All rare signatures go for like $40 to $100 a piece. Guys you just can't find. Cap, Clark, guys like that. Um, again, I'd be here all day. Uh, Bill McGee. So this, this is from 1938. The book was published, and the book was signed in 1940. So some of the players didn't have articles in there, but they still signed around the team. Um, just a crazy piece of history. And guess what? I chopped it up. And uh, now I'm going to make a lot of money from it. So, But I had to show you guys because it was so cool. I, I wish I could show you all of them, but we don't have the time. Um, and I think that's it. Let's get moved on um, to the market watch. <laughs> Finally, Mike. All right. Market reports. Stuff that's selling on eBay this week. Um, I try and base it around the show's topic. This week, we're going to be talking history, historical autographs. Um, first thing that popped in my mind when I heard history was presidents. Um, presidents of the United States, there's only been, what, 45 of them? Yep. So they go for a good amount. Uh, here we have the great Jimmy Carter signed a ton back in the day. This is JSA, uh, 140 bucks. Somebody trying to jump the history gun here joe biden of course he was the vice president but could be a 46 president yep. um this one i found very interesting george bush <laughs> genuine signed color eight by ten it's genuinely signed by his auto pen but somebody mm -hmm. pointed up 25 bucks for it genuine um, photo. yeah that is nice and calvin coolidge uh if you can get historical documents from a president those go for a good amount of money and watch those president signed documents guys those are uh, a lot of times printed or secretarial or auto pen like auto pen. The, they they did those a lot yeah it is it is rare almost impossible to get a sitting president to get, sign something if you yeah. sent it to him but um moving on war stuff i uh, pulled up some civil war stuff names you may never have heard it's not always going to be you know the the big names in the history book but if you can get something signed that is dated civil war related uh can fetch a pretty penny 
Uh, here's just a couple, you know, map pieces and find a photo, something signed, uh, Civil War General uh, Alvin Hoovey. Um, That's a and, horrible choice of a matte color. Just a heads up. <laughs> Never pick that color. There you go. Baby blue. <laughs> um, <laughs> Civil War Army of Dominics, uh, a surgeon. All it is a signature. It's 125 bucks. You probably never heard of him. Most people hadn't, wouldn't, but and I can go for a decent amount. So anything war related. Um, but you know, when we talk about war, we always think um, you know the United States because that's where most of us live. But it's not always you know U.S. history. It's it's world history. You got to think on a, on a world stage. Um, search for something signed by Hitler or the Nazis. Um, these are not, these are asking prices, but who, you know, we, we've all been doing this. Did anybody write Roche Mish back in the day? Cause I did. You got that? Yeah, I've got, he, he sent me like six photos, but he's, he's, uh, Hitler's bodyguard, probably the last person to see him alive. It, it's a piece of history. But, um, you know, the four by six is somebody wants 250 bucks. And they got uh, 11 watchers, dude. Okay. So you can also find mics up there soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, some people, some people don't like it, but it, again, it, to me, it's, it's a piece of history. Um, you know, these were people that they were, they were there when history happened. Yeah. I mean, you, we, I mean, we've talked about the serial killer argument a lot so um there's no some people have moral objections to it and that's okay for them to have moral objections to it you don't have to write to those people um and you i would say if you can even pass judgment on the people that do a little bit but it doesn't mean that those people are bad people necessarily so people just enjoy history and like like to have a tangible piece of history that was touched by the good guys and the bad guys and yeah. we'll talk about that later and if you want to pass judge on me, I, I don't care. <laughs> all right. So, you know, it, it's, it's all history. It's world history. Uh, we keep moving forward. Uh, big issue right now, civil rights. How many people have heard of Roy Wilkins? Probably nobody, but NAACP civil rights activists. There's a cool shot with um, Martin Luther King and John Kennedy map piece, $70. Um, so it's not always, when you think of history, it's not always Martin Luther King. There were so many more people that didn't get the acclaim, you know, and, and the press, you know, look up Roy Wilkins, see what he did for uh, the civil rights. Also, some of the, sometimes those people don't get as many autograph requests. Therefore, there's less of their signature and they are noted in the history books. It's not the main person. So the, the price can be up there sometimes. You'd be surprised. Yep. Absolutely. Um, next one has nothing to do with civil rights, but it was on for some reason the same page. J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> so, seventy dollars best price or best offer accepted. So, sign again. Somebody in politics, government. Be careful with that because yeah, it could be an auto pen. Yeah. Um, when I think of historical people in music, uh, of course the King Elvis Presley comes to mind. And then look at that. That's the same photo came up because yep. Jimmy Carter and Elvis Presley. That's a good so, tagging. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it, stuff, 
when when you talk about the top tier of history and somebody in their industry, you're going to pay top dollar for their stuff. Um, just be careful. Uh, here's a thousand dollar Elvis. I don't think it's uh, with COA. Yeah, with COA. Way. <laughs> right. Quote so, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> um, history, try and find the people that did something first. That's that's a good way to get in the history books. Um, I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, he Bluford, was the first. Right? What's that? Blueford? Uh, yeah, something like that. He was the first uh, African-American in space. Great signer, but you know, no one can take that away from him. Um, just going down space. There, there you go. First edition, Buzz Aldrin, $99. About right. Yep. For that book. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first person to touch moon rocks, Terry Slezik. Most people have never heard of him, but again, first person to do something, no one can ever take that away from him. Technically, didn't the astronauts touch the moon rocks? Yeah. I'm just saying. Come on. Well, he's guys. touching it. They had a glove on. Oh, yeah. touching it without. Okay. Without, yeah. uh, they should say without gloves. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So he was the guinea pig. Yeah. You know, they were like, <laughs> hey, somebody touch that rock. Somebody go touch that. If it went badly, they'd be like, this guy never existed. Yeah, died of radiation <laughs> poisoning, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, moving on, this is one that I'm very familiar with. Of course, the Kennedy assassination, everyone knows what happened in 1963. But uh, there's a lot of people that are associated with the events that sign. Um, Robert Davidson, you've probably never heard of him. Witness. Um, Alan Childs, Parkland Hospital. The Lady in Red, Gene Hill. Of course, from the Zapruder films and stuff like that. Um, and then, of course, you got Robert Kennedy and all the people associated with that assassination also. So, um, it's again, it's not always the, the people in history that take the headlines. Uh, speaking of space, uh, sometimes, like you said, in 63, Kennedy assassination for us in the 80s, it was a Challenger disaster. And, of course, when disasters happen, that jacks up the price. So, anything associated with the Challenger uh, astronauts if you have them signed that's not even real that's that's a preprint that's like their uh auto pen version but and people know that but just the auto pen version alone uh is going for 220 dollars yeah. unless that person that bought it thought it was real but i don't think i think most space people know that those auto pens were super prevalent so i think that's just a rare auto pen photo yeah challenger stuff you know when you when you get a tragic event of course it's price is going to go up um and for this generation you know we're, we're talking about 9 nine eleven. that's the big event um but again most of these people sign i think i have i do i have all these in my collection uh thomas franklin is the photographer that took this famous photo uh, Bob Beckworth was actually the retired firefighter who snuck on and got his picture taken, appeared on Time Magazine. Uh, Pasquale uh, Belizzi was one of the survivors, and I think I was one of the first people to get this signed with the inscription. I got a letter from him, but Andy Card um, whispered, you know, the planes attack or the, the Trade Center was being attacked, and I've got that same inscription. So Be a good map piece. No. With a bush. No. Leave it Think alone. about it. And, <laughs> hey, so, like, yeah, okay, Bush on, on, on 9-11. So, you have two main people, obviously. You have Bush, who has saturated the market with his book plates. And then you have Osama bin Laden, who is almost impossible to get. 
So you, on Bush, obviously, the, the market's saturated. But if you have Bush with something related to 9-11, that could almost double the price probably. Um, recording uh, with bin Laden, if you had something bin Laden, that would probably be insane amounts of money just due to the rarity. You'd probably get the same amount of crap for selling it too. But like, that's when we're talking about history here, guys, the rare stuff, the big names with these big historical events that are rare, you're talking about the most amount of money possible for autographs. That's what you're talking about. You're talking Steve Jobs, like that kind of stuff. And last one, speaking of Bin Laden. Um, Good lead. Of course. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Transition. Yeah. Um, Robert O'Neill is the Navy SEAL who claims he uh, took the fatal shots that killed Bin Laden, and he's signed a bunch of stuff, and it's it's pricey. Uh, I'd, I'd love to have one. Um, but you got some map pieces framed up, a uh, solo picture, and then, of course, the uh, 10 most wanted. You go low end, 200 bucks, high end, 500. So, and if you're uh, buying stuff like this, watch out for fakes. Like, is some of the most faked autographs I've seen are famous military people, especially modern day. Chris Kyle was one of the worst I've seen forged. Uh, like, sniper. Uh, yeah, the American sniper. So, like, literally 60 like 65 percent of the stuff i saw was fake out there because he died young i Uh, i I think that's a good advice if you're buying historical stuff just be careful because uh look at the market it it brings in big money and forgers recognize that and you know you can turn around um real quick i'll just share the screen if you look at um robert o'neill's signature i mean there there's not much to it yeah. So, you know, a couple couple lines. It, it wouldn't be tough to to throw a few of those on a photo, throw them up on eBay for, you know, 150 bucks, and say, oh, having a sale, and you know, next thing you know, you're you're making you know 900 bucks easy. I think you get a lot of guttural buys too. People that see something for cheap and they have that just guttural reaction of history. I want it. Boom. And like you have a lot of older folks buying historical stuff too. It's just a market that's rife with forgeries and they don't get called on it a lot. Um, sports figures troll the troll eBay and they'll report stuff. Hey, this isn't my signature. These military guys aren't trolling eBay looking for their signature. Um, it's, it's really a problem. So be safe, guys, when you're buying autographs. Isn't um, Mike Hamill really known for that too? Calling out people. Yeah, maybe. Used to be. Yeah, I, you can actually if you if you're a celebrity, they used to have a program that worked with celebrities to weed out fakes, um, mm. so they could get on there and just send in reports of stuff that's fake. Yeah, um, Hamill Hamill had people tweet him their autographs to see if they were real or or not. That's cool. And and companies <laughs> that have exclusive like uh, fanatics they'll they'll look for their clients and if you're posting stuff that is fake they'll they'll report debate and it will be taken down yep that's that's good the less fakes out there the better um okay Robert. great segment uh we're gonna move on to uh via vineyard report what do you got chase well there's this little thing out there called the pandemic so there's not a whole <laughs> seems like the same thing every every show right that's yeah, good it's going strong too so <laughs> yes so uh there's not a whole lot of in-person via venue so via private signings you know i, I highly recommend going facebook you know baseball private signings there's celebrity private signings football private signings all groups that you can get into um 
Uh, the few of them that popped up recently, Doc Gooden, George Forrester, um, or sorry, Foster, um, Jose Canseco, Larry Sheets, Tom Herr. I mean, these are all guys that, you know, been around and are doing some signings. Um, also, if you're a Goonies fan, there's a, a Goonies signing out there right now. So um, you can get your truffle shuffle on. <laughs> yeah, if you got the money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it. Okay. Great stuff. Um, we're going to move on to the topic, which you know we hit on always in Market Watch. We try to link those two together, and that's historical autographs. Uh, we're talking about people. The way I'm looking at it is whenever you were in seventh grade or eighth grade, you had your pretty in-depth history book. Um, that's, that's the grade I remember, kind of going through generic history, not specialized in one area. Um, and who's in that book? Whenever you talk about the 60s, who do you talk about? Whenever you talk about the 50s, who do you talk about? Um, so that's what I have in my mind when I think about uh, historical figures. And um, those people tend to bring the most money. Now, we talked about market saturation affecting it too. But we're kind of going to talk about how you identify those people along with maybe who's on the, who's on the rise and who's going to be historic figures of today. You know, whenever we look 20, 30 years from now. Who's going to be in the books? Um, first, we're going to talk about good and bad. And we touched on this a little bit too. There's good people and there's bad people. And sometimes there's opinion involved, but um, they're still in the history books. And people collect history. And Hitler is obviously the main, the main guy, right? That's what everybody talks about is the bad guy. But some people will have their autograph in the collection and some people won't. Uh, we're including those bad people and we're not from here on out after this little mini segment, when we start naming names, we're not going to mention good or bad. We're just going to mention names because we don't want to get into any political arguments on an autograph show. This is our place to get away from everything and have fun guys. But, um, so there's good people and bad people. We just want to put that out there first, just so you don't think that all the people that we mention, like next are going to be like figures in history that are great. There's some controversial people, people in the middle, bad people, good people. Um, so what are some indicators that somebody is on the rise to possibly be, be in the history books? And this is interesting because as a TTMer, that is more of a, an investor because there's different kinds of TTMers. And there's definitely TTMers that try to gear their stuff toward, okay, what's going to be worth the most money and have the most historical value down the line? How am I going to make my collection amazing? And the key to that is getting to people before they blow up, before they're gigantic and impossible to get. So in certain places, you have like lines of succession, like you have papacy, like the Pope. I have the Pope autograph, right? Well, he didn't sign that when he was Pope. He signed it when he was, I believe, a cardinal. So one way of doing it would be write to a bunch of cardinals. You know, write to a bunch of cardinals that are in line to become pope, and you have a good chance of maybe having a pope signature down the line or a couple. Um, so line of descent. So you can see people in line to eventually get to that position, of vice president, a, a senator that's probably going to run for president or become a vice president. That's another one. Load up on those people, and eventually you might have a presidential signature just laying around. Uh, you know, eight to ten years from from now. So um, that's definitely one way to look at it. You guys got the other little tricks for maybe finding somebody that's going to be a historical figure before 
they're famous. I, I think you just got to keep an eye on the news. Like uh, somebody that comes to mind, if like Meghan Markle, like she's not going to sign, she can't sign, or she she might be able to now, but royals do not sign autographs. Period. Right. Um, but you know, if 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 you pay attention to the news, and you know, she was dating, you know, Prince Harry. But she was still doing, I think it was, what, Suits, the show. Right. You know, if you could have got her, that that's going to fetch a pretty penny right now. Right. But now you, that window's closed. So you just, you have to pay attention and you kind of have to forecast a little bit and say, okay, this person might do something. But with saying that, when you brought up, like, people that could run for president, you're going to get some duds, too. Because oh, yeah. the, the one that comes to mind is, uh, what is that, Harry, Harry Dean? Oh, um, so uh, that's what's his name? Is it, is it no, Howard. Uh, Howard, Howard, Dean, Howard yeah. Dean. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he yeah. was in line to to get in the White House, and all of a sudden, he, yeah. Yep. And, hey, hey, Joe Exotic. Well, he he ran for president as well. Oh, there you go. That's true. And actually, that's a good example because he ran in 2016. So if you saw that, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't think he would be an influential historical figure. Granted, but if you would have wrote to him back then, if you would have wrote to him back then, you could have had. And he signed a bunch of stuff for you. You could have made a buttload during this craze. Now that would have been totally random. There's no way to predict that right. they're going to make a documentary about him. But um, yeah, so that's that's a good point. You're going to have a lot of duds, but you're not. They're not going to really be duds. If you're doing TTMing, it's you know an autograph for a you know what a dollar, <laughs> you know, so a little more than a dollar, dollar ten or whatever. So you're sending out something for a dollar ten. You might get something back signed, and the guy may be a dud, and it may be worth. It's probably going to be worth more than a dollar, to be honest. If they're a senator or something like that, uh, if you're talking about the presidency. Um, but just to have that chance of having a president already, when, I'm like they're in office now. Be careful. Don't write on campaigns, guys. Don't write to campaigns. You'll always, almost always, get an auto pen or mm. some kind of free print. That they're notorious for that. But you have to write them and. The, probably before they're a senator to be honest like once they're a senator like there's only 50 of them in the united states that that window's kind of flied unless you like get them somewhere like can you even write to people if they're visiting somewhere like i don't i don't know if like they go to a, a state park to do a speech or something maybe you could send it via venue or something like that but anything other than that you're gonna get the secretary or auto pen like automatically representatives are a lot more accessible so if they're a representative you have a better chance but you got to get them before they're big if you if you want those big names um they just blow up and then their mailbox is flooded with requests and you're not going to get anything or um, or catch them catch them in between too um joe biden was vice president you're not going to get him in office but once he left office he was out of the political race for a while and signed yep but now you know good good luck <laughs> Yeah, I actually sold three signed books over the last year because I didn't think he had a shot <laughs> to get the nomination. Now I'm like, no! <laughs> uh, those weren't TTM, though. Those were purchases, to be, to be fair. but um, And that's another way of going about this, though. We don't have to just talk about TTM. Uh, buying people while they're down a little bit when they have a chance to go back up, that's actually a pretty good uh, little plan. Uh, you wouldn't have been hurt buying Joe Biden at $20, $30, you know, a few months ago when he didn't look like he was going to get it, it's still worth about that. So if you put the money in, you're not losing money. You're just holding on to the money in that product. Um, so making those little bets when it comes to people kind of down on their luck, that could pay off sometimes because sometimes they somehow 
<laughs> make their way out of it. I don't know. Don't ask me how, but sometimes they make their way out of it. Um, yeah. So you just got to get them on the, uh, when they're, when they're not, when they're not at their peak, cause you're not going to get them at, your, at their peak. I'm sure if you wrote to Elon Musk back when he was with like uh, PayPal and moving away pe- from PayPal, even I'm sure he probably signed autographs a bit. Don't you think? Or maybe he was the kind of guy who wouldn't, but if you had one of those now Musk signatures are like one of the most sought after autographs, mm-hmm. you're talking thousands of dollars. You're talking like Steve jobs money. Like that's, he's up there with Steve jobs right now. And like how much his autograph is worth. Um, I don't know. It's, it's crazy, man. You, you can't be a hundred percent sure. So you kind of have to lay the groundwork of buying a lot of smaller, um, hopeful autographs. And one of them might blossom to become a historic autograph. Um, let's move on to how do you approach the letter? So there's uh, two segments here, I guess, in this, because you have the people who are a little tedious on the history or bad people in history, like the serial killers, the uh, people who are on the wrong side of war, um, stuff like that. And then you have the people who are heroes and are looked up to in society. Um, obviously the people we've talked about this before too, the people that are on the bad side, you don't really want to say I'm a big fan of your work. Probably not the best thing to put in your letter. Change up the form letter folks. Don't just send Oops. the same form Oops. letter to Charles Oops. Manson. <laughs> um, Dear Charlie, I'm, I'm a big fan of, yeah, no, exactly. of your work. I mean, technically Ooh. you could be talking about his music, I guess, but, uh, his art. Yeah, it's hard. Hard. <laughs> but make sure your letter is appropriate for what you send. But do you think you can be, whenever you're writing to people who are like in politics and like, you know, military, um, people that are in power, could be in power soon, you know, uh, papacy, like cardinals and stuff. Is, do you change it, change it up or you send the same old, same old form letter, you know? Well, the way I look at it is someone, if you're writing to someone who's bad, I mean, they already did it. You're not like planning ahead going, hey, I'm going to write to this guy because someday he might become a serial killer. That's true. (laughs) You know, that's that's the tricky part because the only time you ever hear doing something bad (laughs) is when they're in the news and they already became that. But you seen that kid I got a down butt the for you with and, all the cat's tails hanging from his right. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jeffrey Dahmer, are you gonna be famous someday? Can you I got it? I got one for you, Andy. Though, what if the serial killer, you know, admitted to it and all that stuff, or maybe didn't admit to it, is in prison and gets a documentary released on him on Netflix? Then the price of the autograph skyrockets. So, like in that how case, how to make a mil- how to make a murder or whatever. Yeah, how to make yeah. a murder. Perfect example. So then, yeah, the person is, well, that, that he's in, he hasn't admitted anything, but if you wrote to him, got his autograph before all that went down, then you are talking about exponential amounts of fame and it's worth making a, a murderer, but after yeah. the documentary. But again, like my thing is I, I wouldn't have never heard of him until the deco- documentary. That's the thing though. You gotta get that's like, the tricky thing. It's that's the tricky part. Yeah. That's the part yeah. you got to figure out. You, so, but see, I don't know how it would be to write to a bunch of murder. You're probably getting on a list. <laughs> If you're going to write to a bunch of murderers, you're probably going to get on a list. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah, especially if they're all oh, in the same yeah. prison. I, I wrote to this murderer. I hope they find 10 more bodies that he did because it's, you know, it's going to skyrocket from You just that. have to hope for a documentary. That's all you got to hope for. Uh, I, I'm sure there's people. I, I can almost guarantee you there's people that do that. Oh, that have wrote to a, a bunch. Go ahead. There's a, there's a guy I've been trying to track down. His name is James, James Files. And 
and he's done a bunch of interviews from prison. He's been since released, but he claims he was the shooter from the grassy knoll. So oh, really, yeah. Like he, he gives details and some people believe him. Some don't, some think he's a crackpot, but I've, I've tried to track him down about five different addresses, but I'm not like, Oh, I'm a big fan, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but yeah. I do, you know, I, I, you know, I, I'm honest. I'm like, I've written to, you know, hundreds of people associated with that. I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a fame chaser. I'm like, I'm not, I don't have a YouTube channel. I'm not going to promote this, but I'm like, you know, I, but I'd like to have something. If, if you did it, say you did it. You know, I, I, I want him to say I shot JFK. So if, if it comes out, you know, and he did it, I have something. Yep. See, it's something like I have that. No you idea what a map stro- piece is. You, uh, you stroke his <laughs> ego and go, you know what? I believe your story. I think you are really it. Yeah. I think that would be the only way to approach that though. Mike, you don't have to find him. He'll find you. <laughs> he might <laughs> with the restraining order but whatever uh yeah so be careful obviously with the more seedy side of history guys make sure your letters are appropriate and don't send to a bunch of uh shady people at once or you will be on a list um but yeah he's with the let's say the the heroes do you guys change anything for that he's you kind of just but boost their ego and say, I'll, I'll look forward to what you're going to do in the future. Cause technically these people haven't made it to the top, top. Um, you know, you're talking about cardinal, like writing to a cardinal. What do you say to a cardinal? You say, cause you can't, again, big fan of your work. It's not really going to work unless or, they're an author. But. Or what do you say? You know, I know there's a whole forum on star tiger and I know uh, Caleb does a lot of veterans and stuff like that. But if you're only writing to, any living World War II veteran, what what do you just say? Thank you for your service. Could I get a you know? I collect blah, blah, history. Blah, That's like, the only thing I could yeah. think of. You know, if they're not famous at all, just writing to any survivor of, you know, obviously the Titanic would have been something different because that would have been a. You there, know, there's a lot of, of people that do uh, you know. Medal of Honor winners, mm-hmm. um, and then you know Pearl Harbor, the survivors of. Right. You know, Pearl Harbor, you know, you, you obviously have to word whatever you write to these people differently because what they've gone through. Um, another, you know, person that comes to mind also Clint Hill. A lot of people wrote to Clint Hill. And if you don't know who Clint Hill is, he was the Secret Service member that jumped on Kennedy's limo. You know, I, I can't imagine what he saw, you know, and, but he, he's got to relive it every time somebody writes to him because, yep. you know, they're mm-hmm. like, I I saw the Zapruder film and he's like, here's your autograph. Yep. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. So just be, be mindful of what somebody in history, you know, on, on the other side of it has, has gone through. Um, you know, I've, I've written to a lot of people associated with nine 11 too, just because it was such a historic event. Um, but you know, it, it does cross my mind that these people have to kind of, relive that when they open up something and you know there's there's a photo of you know the twin towers yeah um the two i'm thinking off the top of my head and uh the two guys that they made the movie about that they pulled out that work for the port authority so yeah and it's one of those things like 
we always say be as detailed as possible in a letter. That's one of those cases where probably being detailed is not a great thing. Like keep it as simple as possible uh, to the point, uh, but yet super polite. Um, so in those cases of like events that are not great to relive, keep it simple. Don't go into detail of, oh yeah, I saw where this and this and this happened. Cause you could trigger some memory or something. Just be very careful, uh, especially like with the veterans and stuff like that. I know that's, um, you I've always heard about that like triggering certain things, certain sounds and stuff. You don't want to do any of that through a letter. Um, you okay. see, I, I, just a quick thing. I yeah. had mixed things with that cause with the splashdown in the Hudson, you know, I got Sully Sullenberg, the captain that was piloting the plane. Signed, no problem. I sent to a couple of the stewardesses and never heard back. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, it was mostly, you know, the movie's mostly about based on him. Right. His heroic part of making, you know, everyone surviving. Right. But then I was kind of iffy on the stewardesses and I'm like, you know, let me try. I just never got, I think just I never got anything two back, of them. Huh? And I'm like, you know, the stewardesses on a plane that went down, it's just, yeah, because I mean that, that was a tricky think, one. You think I mean what what was like that? That's that's probably the one of the worst things I've ever gone through. So yeah, yeah. that's tough. And, and you got to remember, like these people that are associated with history, a lot of them are real people. They're not celebrities. So right. when you write to them, mm. you're you're not writing a fan mail to somebody that's mm -hmm. used to getting fan mail either. Because I've gotten a couple of responses like I've, I've never gotten you know somebody asking for my autograph before they gladly sign a couple people with the uh, Kennedy assassination, but just remember they're, they're just real people that were, you know, part of history. There's also no buffer. So you're sitting straight to the person. Yeah. Sometimes with these bigger people, you have buffers where you won't, if it's something weird, they won't get to them. Um, that's not the case. in a lot of these, because like you said, there's, they're not a celebrity. They're just somebody that lived through history. So uh, just be careful on your letters. Be nice. Behave yourselves. Um, and who who do you guys think now is going to go down as, let's look back at the 2020s and see who the big names were uh, in the history books. So this is like 2050, let's say. And I wrote a book about this decade. Uh, you can even go back a few years if you want. I would say Fauci's one. Fauci's going to be in mm -hmm. there. Because um, this is a gigantic... I mean, this, this pandemic thing is a gigantic ordeal that has affected everything. And he's one of the guys that pops in my head as one of the most notable figures for that. At least here in the United States, I'm sure in other countries, they have Fauci-like figures. Um, and I'm sure they're, maybe in China, there's even a bigger figure than Fauci. But um, that's one that pops in my head. Musk pops in my head. Just due to all the stuff that he started with uh, business. Right. Um, you guys think of any others? Uh, I know you got you brought up some, Andy. Uh, yeah, I, that I sent to all the women that were, they narrowed the list down to who was going to be the first woman on the moon. I think yeah. there was like a 13 of them or 12 of them. And I sent to most of them, I believe. I haven't heard back yet. But I had sent to, once they announced the two guys that were going to be on the SpaceX first um, in the capsule going up, I had sent to them. I never got back, got them back. Yeah, so you probably were too, a little too late, even though you sent early. So that yeah, just shows I, you how early I, you have to be. Well, I was just talking. I looked. It was last April of 2019. I sent to him. Right. So a good year before they even went up. Right. So sometimes that's not even good enough. I mean, like you, you never know. I mean, you gotta shoot your shot though. It's a dollar. Mm -hmm. 
Sure. Shoot your shot. You never know. Um, and did they do a pool like they did for the women? Does it was it like they just really narrowed it down to ten? Because if if you would have sent to those ten or twelve people, you might have got those guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they had it down to four, and yeah. they sent to the four. Oh, you sent to the four. Yeah, I think it was the two main. Well, I think they had two main and two backups, so gotcha. just in case. So gotcha. I sent to all four, just in case one didn't make it up or got sick right. or whatever, and they had to replace them. Right. Covering all the bases on that one, but I'm hoping to get the women back, but I'm not really um, we'll see. thinking they are. Never know. You never yeah. know. Um, so technology uh, inventions are another big thing. A lot of people don't think about those, but inventions change the way we live our lives. Um, I think the inventor of the cell phone, is he still alive? I, I don't remember. I was looking at some inventors the other day for, for my business. And um, I think if he's not alive, he lived into his 90s and signed pretty well. Those people increase in value exponentially, especially when they pass away. But the inventor of the wireless cell phone may not be super famous now, but that's a person that's going to be probably in the, in the history textbooks 30 years from now. Because that's a big milestone in the way we communicate is the cell phone. Um, so that's kind of, even though those people may not be around now, that's something that you should look for even if they're gone. Because in the long run, things look a lot differently than they do, you know, looking at history directly in the face right now. In the long run, you can see the big transitions happen at a starting point usually. And if you can pinpoint that starting point, you usually have a pretty good historical figure on your hands worth worth money um let's see who else um you guys think of any other big figures uh of today yeah, obviously I think Trump, in, uh, trump's gonna be one yeah right. in, in politics aoc mm-hmm. aoc is gonna be one yeah yep. that's a good I mean, one she she's gonna stick around for a while yep but again like you said <clears throat> excuse me if if you have an event like covid19 if if you hear of a certain doctor that you know yeah. has a breakthrough jump on it you know, jump on that right away because yeah. even even, even if you, researching now maybe even like yeah people close to it i mean like yeah. wouldn't hurt so tell the truth do you have the molecule printed out on four by sixes to send <laughs> like ready That's, to go that'd be the way to do it right yeah. anybody anybody no okay <laughs> <laughs> no one's fessing up okay <laughs> well i like i don't know like um maybe those doctors are quarantining themselves i don't know like since they're messing around with the virus i don't know how that works and i don't know if mail would even get through if they were quarantining themselves um or at least quarantining themselves with a group of people working on something so i don't know the logistics behind that so maybe there's no way for anything to get in to them i don't know um but you got to think weird stuff like that if you really want to be on the like edge of getting somebody before they're big you really got to think outside the box it's just not going to fall in your lap that's not going to happen yeah i mean just just think back like when when apple you know you have jobs in wozniak sitting in a garage you know you got to think um, maybe I'll get something signed by these two idiots out there doing something. <laughs> well, the, and look at it now. One. The yeah. Apple One, right? It's the first com- first first personal computer, and then there was articles written on that. So if you would have saw that in the paper, that that would have been your chance. Like Apple One, I'm gonna send to these guys. These guys just created the first personal computer. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, but nobody at the f- time, everybody's like computers are for business. Like that's that's not gonna become a thing. Uh, so well, you would have to almost uh, well, have. Hey. Hey, I found a guy that's selling um, 
uh, books out of his garage on a website called Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I sent to him a little bit early in his career. Yep. And, and those are like betting on tech guys usually is a pretty good one. Like you're not going to strike out a lot. And the ones you do strike out on, sometimes they're such big failures that they're still got a name hooked to them. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, if you had like, I don't know, like the CEO of flowers.com, that's still going to be worth some money. It's not worthless. Like, like it was flower. I'm trying to think of some of the nineties uh, busts that have, or the 2000.com bust. What are some of the big ones? Pets. MySpace, uh, Tom. a Tom, yeah, Tom. You know, <laughs> if you wrote to Tom, like, okay, you waste, you spent a dollar, you got Tom back. Okay, Tom's not relevant anymore, but it's still like a lot of people remember MySpace. You know, these these tech giants that go away, people still remember those. They're, they may not be the most powerful person or the worth the most money, but they're still worth money. You're not wasting. Yeah, I mean, money. who who's that? There was a pair that they were the first um, dot com that went uh, public. And it skyrocketed, then it just completely, it, that caused the, the bubble that made them just basically go from 500 million years to zero. Right. Like, basically overnight. Right. And then, like, web was. And th- those might, guys might be cool to write to now to kind of get some story if they'd write back. Like, and that would be a unique piece because a lot of people pro- may not have it. Like, uh, that's, that's kind of post history. Like, we could, we could even talk about, we might talk about that in another show because we run it long, but like almost post history where you see something that happened and it went away. It was such a flash in the pan, but it was like, it was very big for a moment. And some, a lot of people are going to remember that. That, that's that's interesting we could talk about post-history autographs yeah, i mean just to throw one out there i could just right off the top of my head think of kazoo boy i mean yeah. that would hey. be the perfect one to t- <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> historic <laughs> he's my special friend <laughs> i keep it right here that's amazing <laughs> um all, all right guys we'll move on because i think we beat the subject <laughs> into the ground um but uh, if you guys have any ideas of who may be the next big historical figure, let us know. Um, I think Fauci's probably a little too late. I mean, he may still sign. I don't know, but uh, he probably wants. He's probably screening his mail pretty hardcore right now. And uh, you know, um, once they get into the main public eye, it's tough to get. Um, let's move on to the giveaway winner. Uh, we gave away the alumni signed NFL football signed by like I don't know twenty or thirty players. I think it was maybe 20, 27 players. Um, and the winner of that is Rob P. Congratulations, Rob P. You have won the football. That'll get sent to you ASAP, along with uh, actually have some uh, Autographers Anonymous stickers made. So you'll get one of those too. Um, all right, we have our new giveaway, guys. Uh, the new giveaway is for, wait for it, some Autographers Anonymous swag. Um, basically, we have a photo signed by all the guys. And this goes Stacy Schaefer. guy is. <laughs> we're trying he's to get him back g- on guys message him kind of ghosted like, he's huh? kind of ghosted there yeah he's totally kind of ghosted, ghosted well message <laughs> stacy you, you, you make it a almost a four by six if you cut him off there yeah, that's the, true the, be like a, no the ghost <laughs> even scared chase chase stacy co-founded yeah. the show guys <laughs> but seriously text like message him and be like stacy get back on the show um so this we is we chop that up to a matte piece come on that's, we ain't <laughs> doing that, guys. Come on, be nice, Stacy. Um, so this is an 8x10 signed price. by the whole gang, hand-signed. Um, so you can choose this, or you can pick a card set. There he is again. Uh, there yeah. he is again, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's, on the, he's on everything. 
Um, so this is the top set, and it's actually signed by the whole gang. And some of these pictures aren't the most flattering, but they're of us on the show. So, uh, Ooh, who's the fat guy? That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's Troy's costume. He's now a lot thinner. <laughs> um, so you get to pick which one you want, guys. And all you have to do is go to our website, graffersaa.com. That's graffersaa.com. Go there and answer this question. Uh, who is the one living autograph that you think will be a historic figure in the future? So something you have in your collection that has really good potential to be down in the history books 30 years from now. Um, answer that question and you'll be entered to win. All right, now for the case against. The case against. And uh, I think this will be a quick one. Dick Van Dyke. All right, the case against. Richard Michael Van Dyke. Dick. For short. The Dixter. The Dixter. All right. Uh, what I started off here with is our friend's PSA DNA certified. Or so they say. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a pretty good example. Uh, Dick Van Dyke signed index card authentic. Uh, a couple things to note here. Notice the slant. Uh, leans a little bit to the right here. Um, you know, pretty, pretty sloppy. I got the dick part here, V, van, kind of A there. Uh, on the dike, look at the little tail here, looping. Next, Beckett. This is a nice signed photo. There's Mr. Van Dyke there. Again, slant to the right, really sloppy. Um, I'm guessing this is the Dick Bart van might be here with the A, but again, here is the looping Y that ends in the Van Dyke. A more that modern a, signature. Huh? A more modern signature, closer to what he's doing now. Yeah, and a little older. Um, that is our friends at Beckett who has decided that one is authentic. And last one, JSA has decided that this Mary Poppins book is authentic. There's the JSA sticker. Now again, take it for what it is. Those can be faked and they do make mistakes. Um, If you look at the first two, PSA and Beckett, pretty pretty standard characteristics on that. This one, uh, a little Mm -hmm. different, Uh, the D, here in the dick. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. It's weird. Up there, but um, again, sloppy. Here's the V van. But again, on the dike, there's the characteristic on the Y. So those are all certified. They've all looked at them and said, "Hey, yep, okay, we've we decided those are authentic." Now let's get into. Oh, this one, this one is a, no, this one is not certified. This is a Mary Poppins print. God bless. It's sad that you had to look. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got two slides. That's why I looked. Um, God bless Dick Van Dyke. Wow, that is a clean looking autograph. Mm, It's beautiful. And it's a God bless. So God bless is 
keep your eye out for those. God bless. Very God bless. Queen. Oh, look. Van Dyke. Mm -hmm. Strong. Uh, Wow. Uh, You can read everything. Dick Van Dyke. Perfectly. And notice the Y here. No looping their tail at the end. This is the one that is limited edition. uh, Same kind of print. Mary Poppins. Do those look the same? New. Hell no. Um, this is not certified, but this is a limited edition print. Um, they blew it up here. Ooh, Julie Andrews, that's nice. Yeah. Um, but Dick Van Dyke, look at this messy, messy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, just going to roll with it because I've, I've said D and Dick and just whatever. But anyways, Van here, Dyke on the end. Look at that. Looping, no tail, doesn't curl back in. Yep. All right, this one. Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. My eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even try on the D here. Um, van is written out, kind of. And the dike, no, no looping. Yep. It, that's just. That's, just a, that's like a forgery or a, a blind secretary. Yeah. So here's a wow, that's that's beautiful handwriting for Dick oh, yeah. Van Dyke. God bless. God, God bless. God bless. Look at that. Oh look, van separated. Beautiful. At least they put the, the loop in. Um they tried on this one. And but again, very clean. You can read the entire signature. God bless. Very, very uh feminine handwriting. Uh, last one here. I want to pull this. Same photo. Very different signatures. Um, this is a TTM that was posted on one of the sites. I removed it for legal reasons or whatever. Um, but this, I think this was TTM in either 2000 or late uh, 2019. Um Definitely not the same handwriting, but when you look at the characteristics, nothing looking like no. this one. Unless um, it's a deterioration, but it's still... Very very well could be, but um, what I think is going on here, like I said, his, his certified stuff has the slant to the right, every, every letter and the loop on Dyke, on the certified stuff, even with this one, I don't know what's going on with the front, but um, slants to the right and the loop on the end. Here, this one, I think this is either his wife or secretary, very feminine, God bless, written out, Dick Van Dyke with the Y coming up. Again, if you can get it something certified, awesome. If you get one of these Garbo thingies, yikes. Um, but again, God bless. Three separate names, Dick Van Dyke. I think you're in trouble. And this one, I think, is possibly uh, his wife or secretary who is signing stuff in an older age. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I think when you look at these, these are early on. Uh, 
circuitarials. And then when you get here, the, like I said, this is the most recent one. I just wanted to pull this up because it's the same photo. Definitely not the same person, but I don't think it is Mr. Van Dyke. I will add clarity to the uh, wife thing. Um, I did some research on his wife's signature and her handwriting. I, I just don't see the uh, similarities enough in the wife's signature to think it's his wife. <laughs> I think it was a secretary. But, you know, that trick did work for a while where you send to him uh, and ask his wife to sign a photo and then he <laughs> would sign with his actual wife. Like those would get forwarded to them. Um, so there was a lot of speculation that it was maybe his wife signing. Um, her handwriting is just not, it just doesn't match. Uh, like it's a little messy. And what we've seen from the secretarials is, is not messy. If anything, it's like dainty and kind of like perfect. And the I, same I, I think, time. I think we can all agree that, uh, these signatures are very female in handwriting though. Very clean right. and clean and just very loopy. Yeah. Definitely not something that's written I think by Mr. Van Dyke. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, another one of the tells that I saw was the, the actual C kind of looks like an R in a lot of his signatures. If you go back and look uh, his authentic ones, it's almost always got a notch on the C that makes it look like an R. Um, even on the messy ones, you can kind of see it. See that right there. Yeah. So you look for that too, uh, along with the ones you mentioned were good ones too. Um, that, so those are not present on the TTMs. They're straight up C's, uh, no notch. So, um, and like I said, I, 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 it's, I think it's obvious those the old ones are secretarial. Um, and I don't think his wife signed them, but you know, who knows? She could have changed her handwriting totally for her actual signature. It's not likely. Um, the new ones are interesting. I mean, like, I don't think they're real at all. I don't, I mean, I think it's probably like 80% not him, but there's still like 20% chance that he's just, you know, he's so old. I mean, how old is he now? Nine, like 94, nine, 94. <laughs> That's crazy old. So once you get to that, be that age, you just are happy to get anything on the paper. Um, but I just don't think he's signing his mail after uh, all this time, having a secretary do it. I don't see him signing his own mail. I think you're mm -hmm. right. It's probably secretary just basically trying to get closer to his signature and failing. Um, that's a lot more likely. Um, the signs are there, guys. Van Dyke has been secretarial for a long time. You've been able to get him through that wife trick, but uh, that was that was pretty much it. Um, books he might have signed, uh, but I've actually seen secretarial signed books, which, oh, man, that's kind of rare. Like, usually if you send a book, you get past the secretary, but not with Van Dyke. Um, there are secretary signed books out there. Um, and that that's my opinion. Uh, anybody else want to chime in on their opinion? I may be wrong. Well, I just have to say, uh, I agree that all the, the ones for many, many years are secretarial and it's really hard, uh, especially on Instagram when you see someone excited, they got Dick Van Dyke back. You know, you, you think that everybody must know it by now <laughs> and you still get people, you know, posting it and people saying, wow, you know, that's great. And I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm not, you doing? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not one to call, you know, there's people that ruin the fun and call people out. I'm just like, right. Uh, yeah, maybe a few but, more less likes than the other ones, maybe. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just don't uh, like it because I'm just like, oh, I just, I can't. Uh. 
it's a touchy research. subject for people to call other people out because it's one of those things where you don't want to be mean and you don't know what to say. <laughs> usually just uh, what we do usually is not comment or if it's a buddy of right. ours, we'll, we'll message the person and be like, Hey, I, there's some evidence that this may not be right. real. You might want to look into it or something like that. And with uh, a lot of the cases against that we do, they're not that uh, common. Right. Like they're not, but Dick Van Dyke is like, if there's any, one person you know that's secretarial by now yeah by now you'd be surprised back in the day it was not common like no like people still thought it was legit for a long time and and mike you didn't even mention the psas that have a sort of psa certified several secretarial signatures so they obviously have a tainted database over at psa they're using again um and we don't mean to throw psa under the bus so many like Every time we do this, I feel Every like we're on the <laughs> We use them because they're the industry standard. They're number one. So, like, if we're going to go after somebody, that's who we're going like, to look at as the standard. Mm-hmm. So that's why they get caught up in this every single time we do it because, you know, they're expected to be the best. So we have to hold them somewhat accountable for that. Um, there are a lot of PSA certified um, Van Dykes out there. And, and with Van Dykes come Mary Tyler Moore's which we could do one time if you guys want to do a deceased P- uh, case against sometime of some famous TTMers that are now deceased. Super um, ripoffs. She would be a good one to do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think, uh, Andy? Oh well, no, I, I mean, I think I got him back in the day and was excited, then realized oh, that uh, it, you know, it matched <laughs> everyone else's. But it, yeah. no, it's. I think this is gonna be like a clear cut that we all gonna agree that his TTMs are not legit. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I mean, again, yeah, I but mean, it, you know, it pays to look at it. You, you, yeah. You know, can't go I was just looking that purple. he had a partner, he had a, someone who was living with them until 2009. Then he married in 2012. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's his wife. I think it's a separate secretary that's been right. with them for a thousand years, probably since his, uh, um, the Mary Poppins he is uh, and because they, they've been kind of pretty consistent but yeah exactly that's how you change the database right you have a consistent signature that's done year after year after year and that gets into the database and then it's boom because I was looking problem. at the ones on Star Tiger today and it, a lot of them I mean everyone's like oh probably authentic but they are secretary yep. I mean if you just look at the double the both D's yep. they both look like uh, like hearts kind of like with the loop loop Mm-hmm. Just and just look at the handwriting. Uh, Van Dyke hardly ever inscribes anything, like hardly ever. And every single TTM is inscribed. God so, I mean, <laughs> the evidence there is overwhelming. Also, and also being ninety-four years old, I mean, if my handwriting old, is that hey, new secretary ninety-four. Then that's pretty good. <laughs> the new secretary is at least shaking it up a bit. Um, yeah. So uh, that wasn't. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Chase. Wait, what? Chase. Chase. <laughs> Chase, so uh, what's your point? yeah? I mean, you guys covered it all. It's it's they're not real. Okay, we have it. Now <laughs> we're gonna vote. Chase. Okay, guys, oh, give, bad, me your votes. <laughs> give me your votes. Definitely authentic. Probably authentic. Neutral. Probably fake. Mm-hmm. Definitely fake. So we'll go with Andy first. Thanks. Neutral. No. Nah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely fake. fake. I'm saying definitely fake. Mike. Definitely fake. Troy. Definitely fake. Chase. Definitely fake. 
So we have concluded that he is definitely authentic. No, definitely <laughs> fake, guys. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> See, don't you know if it loads up on one side, it automatically goes to the other? Uh, um, so he's definitely <laughs> fake. Beware. Don't send the Dick Van Dyke unless you have a plan to actually get an authentic autograph. It's a dollar if you got a you know, little crazy idea in your head. Maybe you want to send it to this person. See him to be a venue or something like that. Go for it. But just know you're probably going to get a secretarial back. Um, moving on. To a fanatic feedback, and we have a question from Jake Taylor. Hey guys, my name is Jake Taylor. New listener, first time caller, and just getting back into TTM autos. I just started binging the podcast and had a question. For those of you that collect autographed card sets, how do you handle cards with multiple players? For example, some of you collect the 1991 Flair set. I was going to collect just the Cubs team set. One of the cards has Andre Dawson and Ryan Sandberg on it. In general, and specific to these two players, how would you approach completing this set? Thanks, and may your mailboxes be full. And your stamps forever. Was, was <laughs> that Troy calling oh, in? <laughs> so, uh, I'll, I'll call you right for his run of Troy's. No, it's uh, fine. People do that all the time. How, how, many, how many people like took sayings from other people on YouTube back in the day, Mike? Like, everybody did that. No, what's up, crazy YouTubers? <laughs> added one little thing to the end, and then, yeah. So that's, that's fine. Uh, at least I think so. Talk to Troy. Um, so Troy and Chase and, and Andy, you guys are kind of the, the set guys here. Well, uh, how do you I'll, handle I'll, multi-person? I'll cards? show off that exact card he's talking about. There, that's there you an easy go, one, right, right there. That's that, an easy that, one. That is really easy to get. I think what fifteen bucks. Yep. Five bucks for Ryan and ten for Ryan. Andre. Yep. But again, you got some that are not as easy. <laughs> which is come on, i do focus. not envy you that one <laughs> there we go griffey and bonds together yeah that, that cost a dollar to get that one done yeah okay Aww. and a lot of practice <laughs> so right. what do you guys do like uh let's say um maybe thinking outside the box a little bit from what he asked like um the individual players are some that are impossible right i think you just leave those blank until you get them right that's all right. you can do they just in, yeah. in my sets, they're just blank to like get them, you yeah. know. Like with what me and Troy have been doing is uh, with like the the umpires on the checklist. You know, there's things you can do with the, the checklist to to complete your sets. But what about team what, cards? Do you? I don't know if you guys have team cards like uh, with a full team on them. Yeah, we, a lot of times people just send those out to just anybody on the team or a manager or. Manager. That makes yeah, sense. Manager yeah, the sense. general manager of the uh, the team. Oh, that's now, 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 quick question. Like, I I don't do multi sign cards. If you had, let's say, you have a team card with four players. I think uh, Chase, you were asking about a Braves one that has like four four Braves on it. Would you get four of those cards if you didn't want to risk sending that same card and put that in your set, or would you risk it and try and get all four on the same card? Normally, I I'll easily do two. On the third one, it's tricky. Depends if the person would have to be a good signer or a private signing. That, yeah. but when it comes down to, if I got a card signed by three, it would have to be a private signing or in person or something. I, I don't know. I would hate to risk it. I mean, that, that's a good point. TTM versus paid. That's a different risk factor. Mm -hmm. TTM. It's a lot riskier to send something like that. So paid would definitely be uh, much more likely. Yeah. The only, the only team cards I usually, well, I've only done it a couple of times, but I try to get multi-signed is there was one instance 
what was it, three years ago, guys, when uh, Nick Pavetta uh, would get three other guys and the team card to sign with him at that. If you send him one card, he get two other people to sign it. With I, don't him. I don't remember. Um, that. that was a Nishak Pavetta uh, thing back nice. in the day. But that could you could you could try that. You could send a team card to one person and say, "Hey, if you could get someone else to sign it." And then when you don't know who it is, you can come on Facebook and go to identify your autographs. There you go. And we could help you out. Uh, yep. See who that was. I think the main thing, guys, have fun with it. Do something creative if you want. Do something down the line with what these guys are doing. But it's your collection, and uh, and team and set collection especially is definitely your collection. You do what you want. Well, um, just have, that, we we need to well, move on, guys. We gotta oh, move on. <laughs> Summers, we gotta Jeez. move on. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna get in trouble. We gotta I move the on. The world's greatest <laughs> advice, too. Oh, oh wait, I, Summer, oh, Summer, wait, uh, Summer, you no. didn't talk, did you? No, I didn't. No. I'm so sorry. I was just waiting my turn. But. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and give you give you time. You got time. All right, just really fast. I'm doing the 92 tops, and there's a crap load of cards. Have four rookies on each card. And every card has a Dominican player basically on them. So it's virtually impossible to get that card signed from 28 years ago. Well, you would send them first, right? If you did. that, you send that one first, and then the other ones would be less risky. Right, exactly. Right. But just trying to get that. I mean, all the guys will move back. Yeah. That's the only way is private signings. And a lot of them never made it to the majors, so no one's ever heard of them. Yeah. So when you That's have a tough. team cards like that, they are just a pain in the butt and – and like oh, that one, like Chase that, is showing. That, that one's not Bo Diaz has been dead for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be completed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless you got the dead guy first, then you went Matt from Peace. there. Matt Peace. All right. Okay, okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. Okay, we're moving on to uh, Reaper Report, guys. This is a list of people who passed away in the last two weeks. Um, not to fly through this, but uh, Nicholas Cordero. Charlie Daniels, Hugh Downs, and Carl Reiner. Those are some of the biggest names that passed away. Reiner was an amazing signer, uh, TTM. So uh, he's going to be great. Daniels Daniels was great too. Yeah, he was the email guy, right? So um, yeah, some some big names passed away over the last two weeks. Uh, So that's for your information. It's promotion time. Mikey. Okay, uh, as always, you know, you can find us on Graffers AA. Check out autographs for a cure, uh, dot com. But I want to give a shout out to Mr. Troy Rudder. Uh, if you can see, he's he's a little, little thinner. <laughs> so, uh, congratulations on your weight loss, dude. You look awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, let's see, Troy. Oh, back to me. All right. Um, again, all of our links are in Graffers AA. It's also uh, ttmautograph.com on the web and TTM Autograph on Instagram <laughs> and YouTube. I have a new YouTube video up, so you can go check that out. And, uh, you know, just trying to uh, get things organized again and uh, get through this I hate, I hate when people call it a crazy time, but it's a crazy time. It is a crazy time. You can call this time a crazy time. Also, plug your book. It's going to be on eBay signed, right? Oh, yeah. I'm putting a few copies of Autograph Collecting Secrets on eBay for $20 shipped out the door if you're in the U.S. Um, otherwise, you can find it on Amazon for, I think I'm going to reduce it to 12 or, or 10 here soon. It's normally 14. So Nice. So Chase. Uh, check it out, uh, Ch- uh, Chase and Neek on YouTube. I got uh, Instagram, and uh, go check out Autographs for a Cure. Awesome. 
candy. I don't have enough time to say anything, so I'll pass Oh, my it God. Yeah, we we bumped you, Andy Summer. Sorry. We'll, we'll catch you next show. The chair from Iowa dedicates his five minutes to Andy Summers. I, I was this close to making a video the other day, but it just <laughs> And I, I just took the will away from to do it the ne- tomorrow. Um, okay, fine. I'll, I'll go then. Uh, go check out. Uh, you know what? I will yield my time to the end of the show. Uh, go to graphersaa.com, enter all of our stuff. <laughs> Um, All right, guys, that's it for today. And you take care, all of you autograph addicts.